You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority. And welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Sports Grid Network, episode number 423. It is the 423rd convening of the Stats Over Beat Cypher, where we help you win your leagues and win that cash. And we try to put a little fun and functional sports content at the same time. We got a big show for you, week 14 of the NFL season is almost in the books. We got Monday Night Football. We'll talk about that and what looks like is going to be taking place from a rainy Philadelphia. And you know what, Danny? It's weird because I thought it was always sunny in Philadelphia, so we got to figure that one out. But we will do what we usually do here on a Monday, and it's incredibly important because it is playoff time in fantasy football. All right. And so everything becomes magnified. All the injuries that happened, the game of inches that happened, right? The next man up that happened. This is all magnified now that you are in a must win scenario moving forward. Okay. I personally started this season in like I think seven or eight leagues. I was in five playoffs. I still, you know, I'm live in some of them. I had buys in some of them. I don't like how it went, to be quite honest. I have one team that I was all good because I had a buy, right? Yeah, that team had Mike Evans on it. That team had Devontae Parker on it. You know what I mean? That team, I'm struggling with guys like James Conner on it. So the buy did not necessarily help. But we'll get into that. I'm speaking about some of these names. Let's start there. These are the names you need to know next week and watch them because there was a boatload. It seemed like a mash unit last week. Like there are some weeks when I'm preparing here and we're talking about like the waiver wire. And I'm like, there's not that many places you need to pivot because there weren't too many injuries. I can't say that yesterday, and it seemed like they all happened in the 1 o'clock games and like bang, bang, bang. All right, so Devontae Parker, he got concussed and left in the second quarter. Remember, I've been riding that streak with him, and so have you if you've been following the spin statistician. He got concussed. Darius Geis, you know we love Darius Geis. Oh, and by the way, I gave out the prop bet on Darius Geis yesterday. It was over 40 and a half. It went up to 41 and a half. Dude had five carries for 42 yards before he had the knee injury. That's why you got to shop around. There were some books where you had to get that at 43, 44 yards, and he wind up with 42 before getting banged out with a knee injury, which looks like it's going to be an issue. It looks like he's going to miss time. Mike Evans with the hamstring. Bruce Arians came out and said today, looks like he's probably going to be done for the year with only three weeks left. That sucks. Mark Andrews with the knee. They're saying he may have avoided serious issues because it may be just a contusion. Mark Andrews, the great tight end now, second-year tight end of the Baltimore Ravens. The tight end issues were not done. Jared Cook, after catching two 
First quarter touchdowns, he gets concussed. Vance McDonald, Vance will make him dance. He gets concussed. So listen, Andrews, Cook, McDonald, those are all viable tight ends. So we will tell you later on in the show where to pivot to in the uh, in the waiver wires. I got one or two that you could definitely use if you still need that are like less than 40% owned if you still need a tight end. Okay, Auden Tate. All right, with an ankle, he's gone. Bo Scarborough got banged up with ribs. Check out for him. Rashad Penny, that's going to be a problem. He's gone now for Seattle. That means all the Carson all the time. Jameis Winston has a fracture in his hand that he's going to get a second opinion on. Okay, this could be Big-time issues for the Tampa Bay Bucks, And you wanted shares of Tampa Bay in fantasy, right? They're the number three scoring offense. Jameis threw for like 450-something yesterday. Um, Dwayne Haskins with an ankle. Now, if you needed Dwayne Haskins to get you through your fantasy semifinals, we should have a different conversation. But what about DJ Chark in a walking boot? That probably helped hurts a playoff team. What about Calvin Ridley because of his abdomen? He's going to IR now. What about Noah Fant with a foot? There's another tight end. All right? These are people that may have been in the starting lineup of teams that finished, you know, in fourth place or better. We're talking about guys like Parker, like Chark, like Ridley, like Evans, and th- three legit tight ends. This was a mash unit of a day. And, of course, it happens in a lot of settings when you can't even make any changes anymore. There's very little for you to be able to do about it. That's why we told you in weeks, you know, 10, 11, and 12 to prepare for this by cutting your wide receiver five and bolstering up the depth in places like this. And we will tell you as we go on in the show how to respond if you got hurt. But there's also, listen. Listen, Odell Beckham now, you know, we're hearing this in Cleveland about did the training staff handle it right? Baker throwing them over the bus, under the bus, the medical staff. You know, Odell may not even be in Cleveland next year, but Baker, why do you have to talk about this? You're supposed to be, you know, part of what takes the Browns away from being a laughing stock. You're talking in GQ. You're talking about other quarterbacks. You're talking about Duke Johnson's contract. You're talking about now the medical staff. You're talking about your former coach, Hugh Jackson. How about you just shut the hell up, you know, and like just just worry about your division wins you've had over Pittsburgh and Cincinnati recently. You know what I mean? But that's going on. Oh, and late breaking news. Literally in the last few hours. There is a story out there that apparently there was a videographer filming the Cincinnati Bengals uh, sidelines yesterday, a team employee of the New England Patriots. And then they had security ask him and they said, no, 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 we're just filming for a documentary. Yeah. Who do the Patriots play next week? The Cincinnati Bengals. So I ask you, the footage they got, though, was not like B-roll. It was of the coaches relaying signals into this play and you need to do this against the Cincinnati Bengals. That's what it meant when you were on to Cincinnati. They just keep on cheating. y'all. They just keep on cheating. And no wonder, because look, they don't have the talent to get it done anymore. Well, I'll talk a little bit more about that on the other side of the break. I do want to let you guys know, we got a poll question up on Twitter as well. You can always follow me at spitting speeds. I want to know which division now in the NFL are you most interested to see the way it'll play out? NFC West with the Seahawks and the Niners. What about the Packers and the Vikings in the North? The AFC South, man. Texans and Titans is going to be interesting. Or what about the booby prize? Someone's got to win the NFC East, right? 
Which division are you most intrigued in? Hit me up on Twitter. We'll talk about our takeaways, what I got right, what I got wrong on the other side of the break. It's Fantasy Freestyle episode 423. Do Come on right back on Sports Grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Who's fresher than the next chick? No need. You'd rather sweat the next chick. Indeed, I've got the keys to the exit, but no drive. All right. 
It's a little early Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying, Danny Otto? We got to put you on to some early Jay-Z. But we're back. Episode 423 of the Fantasy Freestyle, where we help you win your leagues and win that cash. The stats over beats Cypher in the chat room. uh, Lance Davis asking a lot of questions. No, I am not worried about Lamar Jackson. Yes, I know if pork fried rice is done. And um, no, Baker has yet to comment on Lizzo's outfit. Um, But the Rikishi trending is absolutely ridiculous. Apropos. But absolutely ridiculous. I'm not going to talk about that right now. Ben, I know that you may miss on Thursday. So listen, I've been talking about A.J. Brown. I've been talking about A.J. Brown and Ryan Tannehill as that combo for the better part of a month now. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about it again. And uh, so of those guys, yeah, like Debo Samuel. Yeah, like Cooper Cup. If Thielen is back, I would play him. But otherwise, yeah, Lockett hasn't done as much. He's a little bit banged up. The Ilton, whatever it is. So yeah, I could see A.J. Brown. And A.J. Brown's got a great matchup next week. All right there, Ben. So in any event, let's get back to what we usually do in this segment, which is uh, biggest takeaways, what we can spin forward next week, what we got right, what we got wrong. So here's what I want to say first. Last Monday, at this point in time, remember how I was like, I'm not saying the Patriots are dead? And then I said, but they could be handled. And I said, if you take away Edelman, that Brady didn't have the faith in his receivers. All that stuff I said last week, okay? Because I don't want people being like, oh, speed's jumping on the bandwagon, speed's piling on. All week, I was talking about how the cracks are showing. All season, I've been talking about how it's not vintage. All season, I've been talking about three specific men and they're the teams that they lead. Now, who are the three Patriots losses? The exact three men and the teams that they lead that I said, Okay. Now, here's what I want to do, adding on for what I saw yesterday. You already know my position on the Patriots, okay? I think we're at the fall of Rome. I think it's Edelman and then what, right? And that Brady doesn't trust it. They needed that with the evolution of the run game. That's why you had guys like Antonio Brown, Josh Gordon. They needed Gronk, all that good stuff. Now what? You can take them away. You can take away Edelman. What then? Here's what I saw yesterday that only furthered my point. I don't care about these instant replays. I don't care about if he stepped out of bounds or not. I don't care if it was pass interference or not. You know what I know? I know that the Patriots know it themselves. You look at Brady's frustration on the sideline. And what I saw yesterday was the Patriots knowing that in order to score points, they needed to resort to trickeration. Okay? Flea flickers. Halfback passes. That's how they were getting their chunk plays yesterday. When they just had first and 10 on their own 30 and they didn't run a trick play, they couldn't move the ball. All right. This is now the blueprint. All right. And I do believe, listen, Brady goes 19 of 36, 169 yards. He throws another interception. Right now, the New England Patriots this year have two wins against teams that are 500 or better. Okay, they got a win against Philly. Excuse me, the opener against Pittsburgh where they blew out the Steelers. Right. I'll give you that. And that's the opener where they were hanging a banner and all that good stuff. And then one. The game they won 16 to 10 against the Buffalo Bills. Remember that game blocked punt for a touchdown. Right. So you show me the proof point of when the Patriots can beat a good team. Because I haven't seen it this year. This New England Patriots. This New England Patriots team is resorting to trick plays. All right? And they're getting worse over the season as more and more teams figure out 
what they can do to stifle them. All right. And that is my problem. I do not see this team being able to now in back to back weeks beat, say, the Chiefs and the Ravens, the Texans and the Ravens. I don't see them if they fall to the third seed, which is now possible for them to beat a team like the Titans and then go to Kansas City and then go to Baltimore. It ain't happening, people. And what I saw yesterday was deep in the pit of their stomach. They know it. That's why they're resorting to trick plays. And that's why you see the frustration of Brady on the sidelines. What I'll also tell you when we talk about trick plays. Here's a takeaway from you. From that, first of all, that Saints, um, that Saints Niners game, uneffing believable. All right, great game. Reminds me of all the big boys we saw last year: the Chiefs uh, Rams game, the Patriots Chiefs game. Right, all those great games. All right, even this year, Seahawks Niners. Right. Here's what I'll say. I noticed something though, and it's something we've talked about, and I want you guys to pay attention to this moving forward. Okay, why do you think the Saints tried so much stuff? Fake punts, Taysom Hill. The Niners did too. They broke out and like halfback. Miami Sanders passing to Raheem Mostart, double end arounds. It's because they know they may see this team again. And they're putting stuff on tape that they want to put on tape just so they can break the tendency later on. You know how a team plays like vanilla in the preseason because they don't want to show you something? Now, in these kind of matchups, where they think they may see you again, it's not that they don't want to show you something. They want to show you a specific something because they want it on tape, and then they want to be able to do the play action off that, the break that tendency. I make this analogy all the time. Manny Ramirez used to purposely look stupid on a slider in his first at-bat. Why? Because he then knew what men on base in the sixth inning later on in a clutch spot. He'd get the same slider, and he'd deposit over the damn wall. That's watch. That's what guys like Kyle Shanahan, Sean Payton, Bill Belichick, that's what they do. And I wonder if we saw, you know, Manny Sanders passing or Raheem Mostard, if we saw fake punts, if we saw, you know, Taysom Hill being utilized in a lot of different ways just so they can go off that um, in a month's time. And I think that's very interesting. Watch that also when you see some of these other games that may involve teams like Houston and Tennessee are going to play each other twice in the next uh, two, three weeks. Watch what happens. Watch if there's some like stuff they put out there just to go away from it in week 17. I do believe that will be the case. And I, I said it before, my big takeaway, I damn hate bye weeks or the first week of fantasy playoffs because so many people get banged up. I, on one of my teams, I had Evans, Geis, Parker, and Andrews on a bye week, and they all get banged out. On one of my teams, my two quarterbacks in a two-quarterback league are Patrick Mahomes and Jameis Winston. They both got hurt. And I told you to cuff these guys, okay? So when we turn the page, we'll talk about, you know, how we can kind of respond. I will also say this. You know, it's a big takeaway for me. I'm, I'm up, you know, Jake Seeley used to say band kickers. I'm now on that train. Because if you were facing, say, Jason Sanders, right, and he had seven field goals and scored 24 points, and that's why you lost, send me the game of inches. I want to see it, and I want to, you know, tell you you got a bad beat. What I got right. Let me tell you something. I've told you that Gurley equals the balance for these Rams, and look at what the Rams are doing now that they have rediscovered Todd Gurley. I told you this, and I think it will continue. They're trying to move away from being a finesse team. They're double-teaming the guard, uh, the they're double teaming the ends on the other side with the guards. They're even running different personnel groups. Cooper Cup was not on the field in first down last night. All right. It was Josh Reynolds, Higby, and the other tight end, number 82. Then they brought in Cooks and Cup on passing downs. All right. They are trying to change their identity. Gurley goes 23 carries, 79 yards, and a touchdown. 
When Gurley carries the ball 14 times or more this year, the Rams are now 7-1. and one. Their only loss was that one-point loss to Seattle. When he carries the ball less than 14 times, they're 1-4. They only beat the Cincinnati Bengals, and that was the day that Cooper Cup went off at 220 yards, for goodness sakes, okay? This is another example about balance, and this is what I say. You want another one? I'll give you another one. I got it right again. The damn Tennessee Titans. I told you to take them all day against the Oakland Raiders because they are a team that is a Ascending. Ryan Tannehill wins again. He is 6-1 and one now under center as the starter for these Titans, okay? He went 21 of 27 for 391 yards. He's going to win you DFS leagues. I gave him out as a DFS guy. He's going to win people two quarterback season-long leagues. They are averaging 31.4 points a game with him. And in none of those games... Did he have to go over 39 attempts? The same thing remains true. When you have Derrick Henry being literally the best running back in football over the last month, he goes 103 and two touchdowns. That's after 149 and a tud. After 159 and two. After 188 and two. I'm telling you, people, that balance that Tennessee has is something that these teams need. The teams that don't have it, I talk about it all the time. The Falcons, the Chargers, right? Tennessee has it. The Rams are finding it. We'll see what happens with the Titans because they got Houston, New Orleans, and Houston. We'll see if they'll be able to maintain that balance in the last month of the season. When we come back on the other side of the break, more of what speeds got right, what speeds got wrong. There's a few players that put it in my eye. I will humbly admit it. Your questions as well. We'll open up the phone lines and we'll look to the waiver wire because some people got banged up yesterday. It's fantasy freestyle. Come on back. Sports Grid. Get on the grid, yo. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever 
you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move their lips. It's just a bunch of gibberish and act like you forgot about Dre. Yeah, you know what it is. Episode number 423 of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on Sports Grid. I also got to let you guys know, if you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000, just go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. Check this out. In addition... To traditional betting, PointsBet offers its own concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. So, for example, if you're playing tonight's Monday Night Football game, you, let's say you bet Philadelphia minus 9 and they beat the G-Men by 17, you will get 17 times your stake. I am in it to win that. It's PointsBet.com slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID. And you get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. All right. We got people going crazy in the chat room as well. Dexter, no, I am not worried about Cooper Cup. I'm saying this as it relates to Todd Gurley and how the Rams are, I believe, um, shedding some of their finesse approach and trying to be a little bit more. I think, if anything, it hurts Cooks. I know I mentioned that Cup is not on the field in that package, that personnel group they were running, but no, Cup is still in my opinion, the apple of Goff's eye. I know Woods has had it. But remember, this is why anybody that's in the cipher, listen, if you're a real deal cipher, you know years ago I talked about the fantasy herd. This is the fantasy herd, people. And that's why I say the fantasy herd is good for the real team. Right? You start to leverage Gurley. You got a little bit of Higby. You got Cup. You got Woods. Four weeks ago, people were like, oh, my God, I want to drop Robert Woods. Right now, he's just the point of the herd. That's the whole point. Okay, but I do still think Woods and Cup will be fine. I think if anybody, it's Brandon Cooks that we have to worry about. Also, Vu V is asking me which receiver I like best with um, Eli. Uh, first of all, I would fade Slayton, okay, because Tayton Shep should be there. Um, either one of them, fine to me. I, I would lean slightly towards Golden Tate, but let's keep it moving here. We'll get your questions, guys, a little bit later on in the show. We'll open up the phone lines a little bit later on in the show. I also want to tell you, one of the things I got right is I'm telling you guys, and this is a, remember, I don't give you a fish. I teach you how to fish. One of the things I say all the time are, is that the young rookie running backs will start to ascend in the back half of the season and in the last month of the season. 
What do you know? Devin Singletary, 17 carries, 89 yards, and six catches. Meanwhile, Gore gets four touches. What do you know? David Montgomery, 26 carries, eight, excuse me, 20 carries, 86 yards. They decided they can cut Mike Davis. The only other back there is Tariq Cohen, seven yards. What do you know? Nick Chubb continues to be a stud. What do you know? Darius Geis was getting more and more and more until the damn shame and pork fried Geis gave out. Right? What do you know? Even guys like Bo Scarborough being utilized as a rookie. What do you know? Uh, Bet Snell, yeah, right? Even guys like Madison gets 46 yards and will continue to have a real role. What does that mean for Miles Sanders tonight? Hmm, with no Jordan Howard. Are you going to trust Jay Ajayi or others? No. In the rain, I'm giving it to Miles Sanders tonight. I think that impacts my handicapping tonight. All right? But, uh, Vuvi. Golden Tate, if any of them, all right? What did I get wrong, though? Listen, I'll acknowledge this. I'm one of the few people out here who talk about what I got wrong in the same way as what I got right because this is not about me being perfect 90% of the time or having telling you I have some crazy rate. We say all the time, you want to get it right 55 60% of the time. The people that are really hearing the stats over Beat Cypher, Danny Lee telling me I'm helping them out. I don't got to tell you and front like I get everything right. Here's what I got wrong. Drew Locke put it in my eye yesterday, all right? I was on the Houston Texans defense thinking they figured out Tom Brady, and then the next week they could do the same thing to Drew Locke. Remember, this is the secondary that shut Tom Brady down, right? They couldn't do it to Drew Locke. Drew Locke threw for 309 yards and three touchdowns. He's now 2-0 under center for the Denver Broncos, okay? Yes, a defensive touchdown helped their game flow. Yes, going up 21-0 in the first half helped, right? But you, I, what I am doing, Okay, is I used to think that facing Denver would be a good stream for the playoff weeks. You know what I mean? That was one of the teams I was looking at if I was going to get ahead of it, try and find a defense to pick up early to stream. I now can't say that about matchups against Denver anymore. You know what I mean? Like Locke looks like he belongs. I was talking in the same vein that you needed to fade Cortland Sutton a little bit. I can't say that anymore. You know what I mean? Although he did go under again. All right, but that's a way to look at it. You know who else put it in my eye a little bit? The uh, Mitch, Mitchell Trubisky. You know, I've been weeks here telling you, I've been likening him to Blake Bortles, saying that the team, you know, messed up by drafting him and that he's a bust, that it's going to cost the franchise. And listen, he goes 23 of 31, 244, but three touchdowns. He also got a touchdown with his legs. He ran for 63 yards, right? And there were some straight just zone reads. And this is the point I want to make. Mitchell Trubisky has that in him. But you know what I like? And here's the thing. Remember teaching you how to fish? I think this league is evolving. We're going to see more and more of these dual threat quarterbacks, okay? It's not only that Trubisky is better when he utilizes his legs. It's guys like Josh Allen. It's guys like Gardner Minshew even. It's guys like Kyler Murray and, of course, Deshaun Watson and the big boys like Lamar and stuff. But what it's becoming is it is now more and more viable for this kind of dual threat to work and to play in the National Football League. Right. And so what does that mean for me in fantasy next year? I'm waiting even more and I'm just drafting quarterbacks that can run. I'm drafting Josh Allen when I can. I'm drafting Kyler Murray when I can. I'm drafting these mobile quarterbacks. These are cheap points. These are just straight up cheap points and I'm going to take them. And here's the other implication. What does it do for the draft stock of, say, Jalen Hurts? Of, say, Justin Fields? You know, even guy like Perkins in Virginia. Will a team take a chance? Like if you are right now, you know, I don't know, some not like the Detroit Lions and you think Stafford's career is coming to an end in the next couple of years, wouldn't you take a chance on one of these? Why not? Look, what, look at the life it injects into these teams. 
why not give it a shot? Okay, and I was wrong about guys like Mitchell Trubisky and maybe to a lesser extent, Gardner Minshew, Josh Allen, others. I'm with it now. It is the way. You, uh, quarterbacks who can do more things. All right. And what did I get right? I, listen, I got I got the idea that the Panthers may rally with no coach players only meaning. I got that wrong. All right. And now we're seeing they're going to accept big offers for Cam Newton in the offseason. He's going somewhere else. All right. But what I will say about the Panthers, watch this. Because you know how, like, these guys are getting shut down and, you know, moving to IR real quickly. Listen. Watch Christian McCaffrey. Of course you're going to play him in your season fi- semifinals in season long, right? But his usage, he was the number one player in all of fantasy. His usage, I think, is starting to go down. He caught 11 balls. I know that. But he only got 11 carries. And I think now you see Curtis Samuel getting rushes. You know, you see uh, you know, them throwing the ball a little bit more. I think they're going to need to preserve CMC. I don't know that you're going to see McCaffrey running for 100 yards. All right. He hasn't gotten over 70 yards in the last four. They've they've lost all those games. All right. But keep an eye on the usage of Christian McCaffrey now that there's nothing for the Panthers to play for either. All right. On the waiver wire. Okay. First of all, remember I said I'm not going to stream against Denver anymore. I got to give you a defense that now I do believe is worth it in the next couple of weeks. You know what defense I am now willing to start? And this is going to sound silly. I'm willing to start the Kansas City Chiefs defense, guys. They are getting up now with Patty Mahomes. They're putting pressure on, okay, with Frank Clark and others. I think they are rounding into form. It took time with Spagnolo's defense. I think they're getting better and better. And I would be okay with the Kansas City Chiefs as a streaming defense if you need it, literally, in the playoffs. I'm going to do that in a league that I have. All right. Um, at the Let me give you the tight end position, all right? Let me give you the tight end position because, listen, Mark Andrews hurt. Right, They said they avoided disaster, but he's got a quick turnaround. They play Thursday night football, so you may have lost Andrews for a semifinals. Vance McDonald's, Jared Cook, all for semifinals, right? So here's, I'll give you a couple. One is Tyler Higby. I said it last week. He is still only 20% owned, people, all right? That's after a seven catch for 116-yard effort. I told you the way they're using them now. Still no Gerald Everett. Okay, that's viable. Okay, I believe that they are using him in a way in what I said was that early down personnel group. All right, I like Higby. I'll give you a couple more. Look at O.J. Howard. Look at O.J. Howard and, why, you know, my how it comes full circle, right? Everybody, we, would, we were talking about how much of a bust and a fugazi O.J. Howard was. But if Mike Evans is done... They need other targets. I want shares of the Bucks passing game, right? And why wouldn't O.J. Howard be one of the beneficiaries? Listen, O.J. Howard, nine catches, 134 yards over his last two. And I think he's going to get more targets now that Mike Evans won't be there for the next few weeks for your fantasy playoffs. That's a guy who's only owned in 32% of leagues. Um, David, the Njoku is on you, is owned in 32, uh, 37% of leagues. They activated him from IR. If you're scraping the bottle and barrel, if you need him, go ahead. If no Mark Andrews, you can go to Hayden Hurst. He might be the next man up in that offense. If there's no Andrews, that's viable. Um, Those are the guys I would go to, all right? I would go Higby, then Howard, then Baltimore tight end if there is no uh, Mark Andrews. All right, let's talk about the wide receiver position, okay? Because we had wide receivers get banged out. Okay, you could have lost Devontae Parker, Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans, right? So my number one wide receiver ad, listen, I told you this guy last week. You should have listened to me then. 
right? Like A.J. Brown, people, in the last three, he has 330-plus yards with three touchdowns. He is Ryan Tannehill's target. I've told you what this offense is doing. A.J. Brown is unowned in 75% of leagues. Go out and get him. Oh, and check the schedule. I think they've got a nice matchup next next week. Check it out, okay? Um, Rashard Perryman is 0% owned right now. Same logic as O.J. Howard. He's 0% owned. But three catches for 70 yards and a touchdown last week after Evans went out. Same thing. I'm okay. If you're in a big-time pinch, I'll take a share of this Tampa Bay Bucks pass offense. And that looks like Perryman could be someone getting targets now that Mike Evans, along with O.J. Howard. Zach Pascal, people, 35% owned. I told you about him the last couple of weeks. He's gotten into the end zone the last couple of weeks. Still, no Ebron. Still, I don't know that T.Y. Hilton is going to play either. Debo Samuel and... One of these Giants guys you could play the Monday Night Football trick with. But Debo Samuel is owned in two-thirds of leagues. But if he's not owned, go check him out. When we come back, we'll talk Game of Inches. We'll talk what I've got to sweat in all of our leagues. We'll talk about the stats over Beats League. And I'll give you some running backs as well. Let's say you got banged out with a guy like Darius Geis. I can help you out. Danny, do me a favor. Let's also... Let's open the phone lines. Let's open the phone lines. We'll give you running backs on the waiver wire. We'll preview Thursday night football. We'll talk stats over beat Cypher and a whole lot more. Come on back, y'all. Do sabe. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Fantasy Freestyle, episode 423. As we slide on in to Monday Night Football, the Eagles and the Giants are about to kick off on about a half an hour. Um, Here's what I want to do. Uh, I got a very special guest on the line that I'm going to get to in a hot second. I do want to first give you some running backs, okay, Um, real quick. Like, first of all, you never know about Josh Jacobs, right? So, you know, it's viable. If there's no Jacobs, DeAndre Washington needs to be owned. But here's the thing. I told you about all these guys, right? I told you two weeks ago, going into your playoffs, you needed to handcuff your studs. So if you were riding with Josh Jacobs and you don't have DeAndre Washington, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, but he's 6% owned. Go out and get him right now. We don't know about Josh Jacobs. Raheem Mostart is still only owned in 51% of leagues. It's absolutely ridiculous to me. He's had over 20 fantasy points in his last two games. That people saying Coleman fading. I don't know what kind of share Breed is going to get. What I do know is that Mostart needs to be on your roster, especially if you have shares of the 49ers committee. Adrian Peterson needs to be added again. Listen, now that Geis is gone, right, it goes right back to the way it was. This will be Adrian Peterson on early downs and Chris Thompson, who, by the way, I think caught seven or eight balls and is definitely, again, viable in PPR leagues. He's another guy, Peterson or Thompson, if you can get those guys. You know, I want to know about Le'Veon Bell. I want to know if I think this illness is going to turn into him getting shut down real quick. And if it does, you know where to pivot to, right? Boom, boom. And of course, Ty as well. Those are the guys. And if you're really desperate, you can go Patrick Laird, I guess. He's only 20% owned. All right. He had 15 carries, 48 yards. If you are scrunching the bottom of the barrel like it was with Kalen Balage, go ahead and do it. All right. First of all, Danny, can you please put up for a hot second what says the, the image that says flex matchup? Thank you. So this is the matchup that I need to sweat out, people. All right. I have um, a matchup. This is Jake Seeley's the Flex League of Experts. You know, it's all it's all, you know, people in the business. I was the third seed. Okay, and I'm facing Jen Ryan, the sixth seed. But Jen Ryan had the highest point total in the entire damn league. Okay, she's up on me by about 27 points. But if you note. I still have Carson Wentz and Saquon Barkley to go in about a half an hour. And we now, it is my pleasure to bring in Jen Ryan to the Fantasy Freestyle. Jen, thanks for taking a couple of minutes with us. How are you feeling tonight? Uh, to be fair, I think I'm the one who's sweating this out, not you. I, 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 I don't know, like Jen. 27 points from... I don't know. It's four-point touchdowns. It's four-point passing touchdowns, not six. It's half-point PPR, not a full. So, yeah, it may happen, but it's pouring rain out there. You're telling me Wentz can't throw an interception or he can't get concussed in the first quarter? So I don't want you giving me all that reverse mojo, Jen, all right? 
That's what I'm talking about, first of all. But here's the question. I have the real question for you. Because I know you're a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Right? So, huge Cowboys fan. Okay. So, as a huge Cowboys fan, you need the Eagles to lose tonight, right? We talk about this, like, who wants to actually win the NFC East and, you know, have San Francisco come into their, you know, hometown or Seattle and beat them in Wild Card Weekend. But I digress, Jen. So, as a big Cowboys fan, what if I told you tonight that Saquon Barkley would dominate the Philadelphia Eagles, the Giants would win, but in so doing so, he would give me enough points to beat you in your playoff matchup. Would you sign up for that? This is not a fair question, Dane, at all. This is not a fair question. I mean, I, I feel like, of course, I would sign up for that, but like, ah. I have to be honest with you. Out of all my, all my leagues... Yeah. I am dying to win this league. Yeah, you I want, the, want belt. the belt. I want the I belt, want too. The belt so I want that belt, too. Listen, everybody. Great. Yeah, and I'm going to wear it. Absolutely. You'll see it right here on set. Absolutely. It's, 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 listen, we got, we got some legit big timers in here, right? Between Joe Pisapia, we got Ronis, the King Scott Angle, Maddie Modica, Tim Heaney, yourself. I'm okay myself. You know, this is really, I remember us in the draft room and you, you went an interesting strategy because also remember, Jen, this draft happened early in the offseason, right? Zeke was in Cabo. And I remember you came out and you wound up with Zeke Elliott and Melvin Gordon, correct? Yeah, Melvin Gordon I got in the fourth round. And if you remember, it's also a two-quarterback league. Yeah. I was the last person to take a quarterback. Yep. And I, I took them back-to-back. And, you know, fortunately it's worked out so far, but – here we are, and you're ready to play spoiler on my I know. Season. And the funny part and, uh, is you took Melvin Gordon I in the did. fourth round, and I think about two rounds later, I took Austin Eckler, okay? And I remember, if you remember, we were at, uh, we were at SiriusXM, and they had us, in, they were like interviewing us in between rounds, right? And they were like, well, well, why would you take Austin Eckler? You really, what are you doing about Austin Eckler? And I was like, listen, James Conner won me leagues last year. Austin Eckler might do it this year. And what do you know, Jen? You know, Gordon has a nice game yesterday, gets into the end zone, but Eckler, over 100 yards rushing and receiving, he's the guy, listen, I thought you had a big lead on me. It was this Chargers game that brought me within shouting distance, Jen. Yeah, and, and look, the whole Eckler-Gordon thing, I mean, yeah. here, here's the thing. I, I think, like, you know, I took a shot on Gordon. It was the fourth round. I was super, like, pretty confident, obviously, he was going to come back eventually. Yeah. But even had had they both reported the camp on time, I mean, Eckler has standalone value. Absolutely. There's not a lot of running backs who could be on the same team. Same yes. time, both of those guys produced in that offense. So, you know, steal in the sixth round, if you ask me. No, well, I appreciate uh, and, it, you know, Jen. I felt pretty fortunate to get Melvin in the fourth Yeah, round. we were playing yeah, the game. Like, yeah, how far was he going to fall? You know what I mean? But you're right. I agree with you. Eckler was the guy I was targeting anyway because I knew that once Gordon came back, I would continue to play him anyway. All right, so, so from, by someone who knows the NFC East, what do you think? How do you think this plays out? I got to tell you the truth, Jen. The reason I think I might be okay is because now with Eli back, you know, I think Daniel Jones would throw the ball downfield. With Eli, I think we're going to get Saquon getting a ton of balls today in the checkdown game. What do you think? How do you, what do you think is going to happen tonight? I think especially early, you know, because he's going to want to knock off a little bit of rust, I, yeah. I would imagine. But then again, I mean, he's such a veteran. Is there really that much rust to knock off? I mean, I, I think you're going to start, obviously, feeding Saquon early. My concern with Saquon, and I'm not just saying this because he's on your team. Like, yeah, go ahead. I, I obviously watch every football game. 
he's just not the he's not same 100%. guy since he's he not. returned from he's injury. Not. Right. No, he doesn't. He can't. He can't cut right. the way he normally does. You You're know absolutely what I mean? so right. It's going to take those straight runs, but but you know how it is with him. It only takes one. For him I'm just looking for a 70 yard screen for a touchdown, Jen. I tell you the truth. I'm just looking for a 70 yard screen for a touchdown. That's why my prop. Yeah, one of my prop close. bets for the game <laughs> is Saquon Barkley over 33 and a half rushing yards. But here, here's what we'll do, Jen. Do me a favor. No matter what happens tonight. Okay, how about we do this? How about you come back on the show in a week or two and we talk about, you know, the NFC East and what's profiling to happen down there. Okay. I would love that. Anytime, cool. Dan. And tell everybody, Jen, tell everybody, how can we find your work? Give, throw it out. Twitter handles. How can we find your work? You know, is it at Football Diehards? How can we find you? Because, listen, you know, you're doing something right. You were the highest points total in the league. So people need to follow because you know what you're talking about, Jen. How can we follow you? Oh, I hope so. I just like to think I study a lot. Uh, you can totally find me on Twitter at FFDegenerate. Of course, that's spelled with a J B E J E N E R A T E. And uh, every Wednesday, the fine folks over at Football Diehards let me crash their serious satellite show. So I'm on the 7 at 7 every Wednesday. And then uh, the off-season's right around the corner, so I'll be doing a lot of uh, work over there for them with best ball. All right. Sounds good, Jen. Well, thanks for sending a couple of minutes for us. Here's what I'll say to you. Good luck to you. Just better luck to me tonight. That's all. Thanks for spending a couple of minutes. We'll talk to you soon, Jen. All right? I'll take it, Dan. Thanks. Good luck tonight. All right. Sounds good. All right. Listen, we're going to take one more call. This time from the Stats Overbeat Cypher. We got Liz from Cali. One call, and then we'll talk a little bit about Monday Night Football. Let's get it. Liz, how can we help you win your leagues and win that cash? What's going on? Hey, Dan. How's everybody doing? We're doing all right. We're doing all right. How's you, How are you doing, Liz? I'm doing great. I scored over 200 points this week. Bang! Off to the semifinals. Yes! That's what yeah. I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Good. Yeah. So we're in the clear. That sounds like but a huge a- number. What's your question? Go ahead. Yeah. I have a concern. Uh, just came out that DJ Shark is in a yeah. walking boot. Yeah. yeah. From an ankle injury. Are you yeah. concerned about that at all? Yes. Yes, I am. Walking boots are never good. Okay, I don't know, but you have to keep definite attention to him. I gave out some wide receivers that you may be able to pivot to. If if you don't have guys on your bench, um, Liz, and Chark is banged out, and yes, he is in a walking boot. Yes, I am concerned. You got to see if guys like A.J. Brown, maybe a Debo Samuel, or check for, if nothing else happens, go Brashard Perryman. He's the guy taking over for Mike Evans in Tampa. But the best option for me would be to see if A.J. AJ Brown is available, but yeah, Liz, you got to follow that. That doesn't bode well for his availability next week at all, Liz. I'm sorry to tell you. Oh, it's cool. And the other question I had really quick. What the hell's going on with the running back situation with the Chiefs? Yeah, good question. If you want to know what I think, like they just threw Spencer Ware into it for goodness sakes, right? And that really complicated it. I thought for a second we'd have Shady on early downs, Darwin Thompson in the pass game, and we'd be good to go. Then they go out and run out, you know, you know, Spencer Ware of all people. I. I hate to tell you, it's something that, if anything, I think the most safe play is Shady McCoy. But I, you know, next week. 
I, I got no idea. I, I wouldn't really start any of them. I'd like to see how it shakes out a little bit more. If I had to pick one, it would be shady. But good luck, Liz, and uh, give you a call back anytime. All right. Only a couple minutes left, guys. So first of all, I want to give a big shout out. I got to give a big shout out to Young Kaz. Okay. Young Kaz is down by 45 in our matchup, but he has Golden Tate, Alshon Jeffrey, and Dallas Goddard, okay? And I say shout him out because he's also getting better. Um, he hasn't been doing the remixes recently because of um, he had a back issue. He was, uh, you know, laid up for a little while. So I want to tell him, uh, you know, rest up. I hope you're feeling better. 45 points for Kaz against Crypto Toker. And then in the other one, Danny Lee from the undisclosed location needs only four points from the Philadelphia defense to move on. You talked. We talked about my sweat. With Jen Ryan, I need 27 points out of Wentz and Saquon. And it looks like in the pit league, I'm going to advance as well. Listen, for this game, I like Philly. I don't think they defecate the mattress twice in a row with it all right in front of them. I'll take Philly minus the eight and a half. I'll take over 44 and a half. I'm not worried about the rain. I think Philly will be able to score in this game. The New York Giants are 31st in the NFL against the pass. Okay, Carson Wentz has been a volume thrower a lot of times, and it's hurt them. I don't think it hurts them tonight because I think Miles Sanders can run. Remember, I told you about the rookie running backs ascending over time. Look at what Singletary did. Look at what Montgomery did this week. I think Sanders against a bad run defense can do the same thing. The Giants give up 28.3 points a game. That is 30th in the NFL behind only Arizona and Tampa Bay. I think Philly scores. I think they score enough to get a two-score lead. I think they win this game. I think it goes over the number. And if you want to just get some free money, I'll take the prop bet. Yes, Eli Manning will throw an interception today. I don't, I'll lay the juice. I don't care. I like the Saquon prop bet. Uh, I like the Saquon prop bet of receptions and receiving yards. Why? Because one thing I know, Danny Dimes would throw the ball downfield. Eli Manning, I think, will do so less, especially with the weather as well. I think we're going to see screens and checkdowns to Saquon. Maybe part of that is wishful thinking because I need points from him tonight against Jen. But I think over 33 and a half receiving yards is free money for Saquon Barkley. I'll be here for the next hour with Scott Wetzel, with Gabe Morency. Scott? in a, I don't want to call it an ugly Christmas sweater because it's the season, but he may think that that's like his A game. Tune in in a couple of minutes to find out. We'll be talking about it. At least I know who he's rooting for. I'll tell you that. Episode 423 in the books on Thursday. We'll have the phone lines open. Sit, start so you can get ready for your semifinals and win your leagues and win that cash. We out of here. Ya tu sabe. Hit me on Twitter. Answer the poll. We'll do what we got to do. I'm out. Peace. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Freestyle. Daddy, are you ready? We'll do what we usually do here on a Monday, and it's incredibly important because it is playoff time in fantasy football. All right. And so everything becomes magnified. All the injuries that happened, the game of inches that happened, right? The next man up that happened. This is all magnified now that you are in a must win scenario moving forward. Okay. I personally started this season in like, I think seven or eight leagues. I was in five playoffs. I still, you know, I'm live in some of them. I had buys in some of them. I don't like how it went, to be quite honest. I have one team that I was all good because I had a buy, right? Yeah, that team had Mike Evans on it. That team had Devontae Parker on it. You know what I mean? That team, I'm struggling with guys like James Conner on it. So the buy did not necessarily help. But we'll get into that. I'm speaking about some of these names. Let's start there. These are the names you need to know next week and watch them because there was a boatload. It seemed like a mash unit. Last week, like there are some weeks when I'm preparing here and we're talking about like the waiver wire and I'm like, there's not that many places you need to pivot because there weren't too many injuries. I can't say that yesterday and it seemed like they all happened in the one o'clock games and like bang, bang, bang. 
All right, so Devontae Parker, he got concussed and left in the second quarter. Remember, I've been riding that streak with him, and so have you if you've been following the spin statistician. He got concussed. Darius Geis, you know we love Darius Geis. Oh, and by the way, I gave out the prop bet on Darius Geis yesterday. It was over 40 and a half. It went up to 41 and a half. Dude had five carries for 42 yards before he had the knee injury. That's why you got to shop around. There were some books where you had to get that at 43, 44 yards and even wind up with 42 before getting banged out with a knee injury, which looks like it's going to be an issue. It looks like he's going to miss time. Mike Evans with the hamstring. Bruce Arians came out and said today, looks like he's probably going to be done for the year with only three weeks left. That sucks. Mark Andrews with the knee. They saying he may have avoided serious issues because it may be just a contusion. Mark Andrews, the great tight end now, second year tight end of the Baltimore Ravens. The tight end issues were not done. Jared Cook, after catching two first quarter touchdowns, he gets concussed. Vance McDonald, Vance will make him dance. He gets concussed. So listen, Andrews, Cook, McDonald, those are all viable tight ends. So we will tell you later on in the show where to pivot to in the uh, in the waiver wires. I got one or two that you could definitely use if you still need that are like less than 40% owned if you still need a tight end. Okay, Auden Tate, all right, with an ankle, he's gone. Be sure to follow all our social media at Evan.